Hi everyone, this is Juana. And I'm Mari. And this is High, High Time, Time Chicas, Chicas, a podcast about two sonar chicas chatting it up about the day-to-day struggles and blessings of being brown women. Looking to explore and break down cannabis stigmas and culture. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, to episode six of High Time Chicas. Hi, <laughs> hi everyone. This is Juan. Oh, and I'm Mari. <laughs> Welcome back to High Time Chicas. Like Mari said, this is episode seven. Oh, no, six. Six. Not yeah. the past. <laughs> episode six. Special okay. episode. Yes. Um, I think it's been what about a week two or weeks. two weeks since we've two weeks. Two yes, weeks since we've met to record. Last week was hard. The past two weeks have been tough. There's a lot of shit happening in the world, but as tragic as it is, I'm very excited for for change. Yeah, and then like if we thought honestly, if we thought last episode was heavy, nah, this episode is heavy, honestly. Yeah, prepárense. <laughs> but well, even though we're not the most educated, um, or as not not as educated, educated, fuck. As we should be, uh, we definitely want to make sure that we take some time to talk about what is happening in the world uh, with our black brothers and sisters, yeah. as you guys already know. Or- yeah, absolutely. And we also want to make sure that our listeners um, have a clear understanding of where we stand. Um, and honestly, if you're not with it, we're just going to politely ask you to turn us the fuck off. And even not politely, honestly. Yeah, that's true. That's this, true. This podcast for... Those that don't know, we are pro-black, pro-trans, pro-LGBTQI, and if you're a racist fuck, then this platform is not for you. Fuera! <laughs> Como el chacal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> el chacal Fuera. de las trompetas. Fuera. Y'all yeah. Racist, right? <gasps> oh, fuck! <laughs> I Listen, Can check our anti-blackness. I know, and honestly, Listen. Francisco and everything, yeah, no, it's Univ- good that we're Univision fucking talking about this shit. Univision and Telemundo who are making this shit seem like, ay, esas cosas que están en la televisión. No, like, this shit was overdue. Like, Yeah, yeah, it's been, you know what? People are mad and their feelings and actions are very valid, like. Yeah, and as embarrassing as that was for us, like, I think we should keep it on the air because the truth is, is that's what this is all fucking about us as Latinos checking our fucking anti-blackness and our culture like really taking a deep look into the shit that we do into the shit mm-hmm. that we say and start fucking changing that shit fuck the chacal de la, com- de yep. la trompeta <laughs> fuck I did not know that it was a racist um... yeah I mean now that you say yeah. it I'm like fuck yeah but like Pendeja. growing up with it you, like because you grew up with it you don't see it for more than like what you th- our adult consciousness is created by what people tell us it should be so when we look at it and if people weren't telling us it was wrong then we don't see it as such fuck i don't know what do you think i always thought it was weird i mean i always thought i didn't understand it but like yeah there's a lot of things i never thought oh this shit's racist like there's plenty of things in the latino community that i don't understand (laughs) um and yeah like you said i didn't understand it either and we just kind of let shit be. Yeah. It's true, though. We just kind of let shit be. Anyway. Yeah, and that's honestly, I feel like... Yeah, not, not okay. Yeah, not okay. Like that. And then even like, 
Never mind. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> so we struggled to meet uh, and we struggled to talk about this because it's uh, we wanted to make sure that we are being as truthful, as honest, as transparent as possible. Um, we also want to make sure that we can educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. And there is still so much to learn. There's still so much to do. Um, there's still so many conversations to be had. Like, yeah. this is the beginning of a long fight. Um, so, yeah, that basically goes into what I wanted to say is that we both identify as non-black people of color. Um, excuse me. Uh, and because we are not black, we cannot talk about the black experience. But I realize we can hold ourselves responsible for what and how we contribute to the black experience like fucking dismantling bullshit ass like things and (laughs) i lost myself but dismantling (laughs) shit that we grew up with thinking was oh you know weird but maybe we didn't know like talking about that shit making sure that we are contributing to a positive experience for our black brothers and sisters because the truth is is they are our brothers and sisters like Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say something. No, I, I was trying to, but then I lost my voice. Sorry. But yeah, pretty much we're like what we were talking about. There's hella shit that's anti-black, like especially like I feel like in the Latino community, mm-hmm. like, like I know people that like, nah, just racist as fuck people like, and they don't even know. And like they talk out of, that's the last thing I wanted to do too, like talk out of emotion. And, like some people talk about emotion or like their personal experience or, mm-hmm. or something. And then. That's not what we yeah. want to do. No. Yeah. Um, it's really crazy, though, because there are there is shit that, um, like, there have been racist people around me, racist people in my family, and I've definitely checked them in the past. Yeah. Um, but now it feels like I am looking, taking a deeper look. Like, it's not just kind of over the covers, just like, this is mm-hmm. what I heard real quick. Let me stop you. Um, it's more of like, let's have a real conversation and talk about where this term came from. And let's, this is why, mm-hmm. like, and actually explaining it. And I feel like, I don't know, more people, like, it's it's good to see that more people are having these conversations. And it's good to see that more people are open to listening to these conversations, even if it's something that they maybe did not believe in or did not, it's not something that you should believe in. It's, it's the truth. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but now they're like more open to listening and hearing about it you know yeah and it's right in front of our fucking faces anyway (laughs) like exactly there's no way like if you're avoiding it you're silent if you're not feeling some type of way or if it like whatever it is like then you're against it yeah you're you're against human rights for black people (laughs) like equal rights for black people like i don't know it's just not it's not the time to put your hands up and say it doesn't affect me. That's called privilege. And, yeah. you know, it's a problem whether it affects you personally or not. And then even saying things like, well, um, they should be peaceful. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, they're angry. And that's, that's like some, we'll get into the angry part. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we want to just make sure that we clarify um, we are still learning ourselves. There's a lot of shit that I have to check myself on. Yeah. Um, that I have to check my family on. There's a lot of inner um, 
there's a deep dive that we have to do and at some point it did kind of feel selfish but no like we have to be the change that we want to see so that means making sure that we're correcting ourselves that we're apologizing that we're being humble and we're allowing space for change and growth um so just make sure that you guys have an understanding of that and we want to make sure that you know we're new at this too um maybe we shouldn't say new at this because we've definitely been part of um the conversation in the past Mm -hmm. but we are still learning we are still growing and um we are not experts so and we're like we're out here like i don't know i had it in the tip of my tongue never mind (laughs) (laughs) but anyways this is not new like it's been going on forever Mm -hmm. for centuries and now it just happens to be in our faces like i like i had said like before maybe you didn't see it directly or you didn't hear about it as much because you know like i feel like in the past we just talk about like the one action the one thing the one murder um now i feel like the conversation is really getting into the The systematic oppression of black people in Mm -hmm. america like honestly all over the world because these protests have also been happening all over the world yeah um because the black experience worldwide is not a great one and we as non-black latinos non-black anything um have contributed to that experience and we have to Mm -hmm. take responsibility and we also have to make sure that we aren't just looking at like just this incident incident we need to look at everything from the very beginning um and we also need to understand how other how the world works like understanding that the media has been trying to shift the narrative since the beginning Mm -hmm. um this is why it always takes so long for this kind of change this kind of uprising Mm -hmm. to happen and the less that we share the more that they're going to capitalize on it and shift the narrative again um one of the things that i've been seeing a lot lately is people um talking about how exhausted they are looking at their timeline Mm -hmm. um how they just need a break it's just been really taxing on them this and that which i totally understand and i'm not saying force yourself to look through everything i am saying have an understanding that this shit needs to happen like these posts need to come up every day injustices need to come out to light um because Because, go ahead no like if you're getting overwhelmed and you're getting traumatized and sad and or angry or whatever it is that you're feeling like imagine the people that actually live it every day like we're just looking at it and they're living it and we're living in the same world where we're allowing this shit mm -hmm. to happen um so silence is compliance absolutely so if you're just like it's not me i'm not gonna get into it not maybe like it is check your <laughs> it's privilege. very much your beef like you live here too, like you are check your privilege part of, yep. because the only reason you don't have to live with it is because you're not that Black. color yeah yeah um i did want to take a second to just say thank you to all of the activists out there all of the people um at the protests all of the uh people on social media like really pouring information out there Mm -hmm. um i wanted to say thank you to latinx podcasts that have been putting information out on how to have these anti-blackness conversations with our family and with our communities um like people 
I just really feel like there's no excuse anymore. There isn't yeah. an excuse because people have really put in the fucking work for you. If you're still sitting at home telling yourself that you don't understand why this shit is happening, then you're the problem. Yep. Like you're the fucking problem. Um, they've literally put out a template for us. They have guidelines. They have workshops. They have books. They have everything is out there for you to learn and to grow and to change. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> Word. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. No, but, and like, sorry. You got lost? <laughs> I got lost. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I have to take out my notes. Um, well, I also, so that just a quick thank you. Well, quick. That was, that was a real, <laughs> that was a real thank you. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's important that we acknowledge the different ways that people can help. Yeah. And that's also one thing that I've really um, come to learn. I feel like when I was younger, I felt like the only way that I could get make change was being out there and yelling and yeah. protesting. Um, now that I'm older, I definitely feel like there there's a role for everyone. There's a role for everyone. There's a space for everyone um, to contribute to this. Um, and so I've definitely appreciated uh, all of the people that have shared what those roles look like. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're only able to do like a monetary contribution, then there are posts about uh, which organizations are still accepting money, which ones are well funded, which ones are no longer accepting donations mm -hmm. like that's out there. Um, if you want to learn about like frontline medics, they are doing free um, classes. Uh, if you want to learn about protests or protecting protesters like there's all of this stuff. There's is all out this there. information. Yeah. But the less the people, the less people that like share it or look at it, it's gonna get lost. Um, so there are so many different ways that we can contribute. Your work it does not have to look like the person next to you, like, right? Um, but it it does help when we start feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, and people that have been in this fight for much longer and oh sorry. Keep going. So people that have been in this fight for much longer, they have literally paved the way. They have, like, we don't... Imagine, like, the people, like, decades ago or, like, like just imagine, like, being then where people weren't really hearing about it. People had, didn't have it in front of their face. Didn't to not have be, access to, not, like, to this kind of technology to have it exactly. in front of them. Yeah. Like, imagine how hard it was for them, yet, like... And they still found a way to yeah. get out there and help. So if you're still making excuses and then, <laughs> <laughs> then you're anti-black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where do you feel like your role has been um, throughout all of this? Like not necessarily what role, because I feel like that's that's that sounds very specific. Yeah. But what stuff has resonated with you the most um, that like motivates you to put stuff out there or to talk to other people about? So, for me, I've been sharing, like, more, like, information, like, there are more feelings of anger and frustration yeah. than, like, um, there's definitely information there, but it's really my anger, frustrations, and I've been really looking at posts that talk about, like, the systematic racism that people refuse to acknowledge still. Yeah. Um, there was actually this post, it was in the very beginning, um, that Dr. Rosales Mesa, that's her name on Instagram, mm -hmm. um, she shared, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> like, this shit hit. Yeah. But it was, like, it was just, like, a lot of emotions all at once. So when I read this, 
it really resonated with me and it says there is nothing wrong with you the anxiety the anger the sadness the grief the heaviness is an appropriate reaction to colonial violence yeah so it's like it's making it sounds like a lot of the times that we talk it sounds like you're very much in that like information intake role where like you're looking at this stuff and you're looking at where it came from you're looking like you said earlier the systematic racism like you're not again you're not just looking at the incident you're going way back to colonization and learning yeah. how this shit impacted it up impacted it impacted it <laughs> <laughs> you're really looking at how this shit impacted us from the very beginning which i think is such an important thing to do when it comes to change cuz people talk about reform people talk about moving around money like we need to understand that shit needs to go burn down <laughs> honestly you can't you can't fix it. It's like trying to make your mouth something, you know? Yes. You have to, like, start from the bottom, like, the foundation. Like, without a good foundation, there ain't shit. Right. A good temple. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, it's almost like, also, when I read this, I wanted to share this because I feel like people can relate to, like, this feeling. But it's like, when I read it, I felt like I was, like, holding in my breath and, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, this very tense. And when I read it, I was, like, almost, like, able to breathe, like, exhale. Like, like let it out. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I think the very first week um, when I had first heard about George Floyd's death, uh, I'm sorry, let me repeat that, George Floyd's murder. Yeah. Um, when I first heard about that, uh, that week was tough for me in general, but I definitely found myself feeling very quiet, very anxious, very um, sad. I was crying every morning um, because the more, like, it was just flooding with information. Um and then I think you shared that with me and I've known that this problem has been from colonization or it has started since then. Um, but I think it all, like you said, it let me kind of take a breath again mm -hmm. and understand that this isn't, this isn't just me. Like this is a way bigger problem that I cannot fix. Mm -hmm. We as a people as a to. people not as a community not as a state not no we as a people need to change mm -hmm. um so i agree i really liked that one and i would thank you for sharing it um i also know um for me that i have been more on the like healing and learning and protecting kind of not role but like Con contributing in that in mm -hmm. those ways um the older that i get the more that i deal with like my anxiety or ptsd and uh pts yeah no ptsd sorry what did <laughs> uh, it was it something that yeah. i think i wanted to say ptsd but that's <laughs> that is incorrect <laughs> um but like post-traumatic stress trauma <laughs> yeah Shit, I'm here. put that in there twice <laughs> Um, but as I'm going through and as I'm dealing with stuff and learning how to like love and heal myself um, and decolonize and use plant medicine, um, I realize how important our nerve system is um, and how important our immune system is. And so I've been looking at a lot of like calming herbs, um, calming teas, uh, things that we can give out or share with uh, the people that are out there at the protests 
um, information we can put out there for them in regards to how to care for themselves after this stuff um, because it, it's hard like I really wish someone had told me when I was younger to like come home and make a chamomile tea um, and like just kind of breathe for a little bit or like someone had taught me how to like I call it breathing in squares where like you breathe for four seconds hold for four seconds out for four seconds and then hold for four seconds um you have talked about that yeah but like, i don't really i never really understood what that meant until right now literally when you explained it oh yeah i guess in my head i picture a square like mm-hmm. as i'm doing my breathing but i didn't have any of those tools when i was growing up yeah. um and i didn't have any of those tools when i was angry um I mean, I'm still angry now. It just comes out in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's so important, too. So I've been sharing a lot of that information. Um, I've been doing a lot of the um, anti-blackness in the Latino communities. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think it's very easy for me to see the problem in front of me. Um, like when we talk about racism, when we talk about white supremacy, when we talk about how um anti-black the government is how <laughs> when we talk about policing um it's very easy for me to look at that but i never i not that i've never done it but i've never gone this deep into looking within myself and some of the like anti-black tendencies that my family and fuck like i hate to say it but i guess even me have mm-hmm. um like that's the shit that has been i think the toughest um, but we gotta like you go gotta do it. it yeah like I had a friend of mine that posted something um, that said like it's okay it's okay to say you're sorry it's okay to say something wrong check yourself apologize and move on and I think I've done that a couple times shit we fucking did that at the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. like it's okay to do those things and I think once I read that once I saw that I I was like, okay, like it's all right for me to be totally transparent here because the point is people want to see change. People want to see effort. Um, and fuck, I want to see change and I want to see effort. And so like yep. being able to contribute in that way to kind of like help anybody else that's struggling um, with what to post, with how to contribute, like it's okay that you were wrong in the past. Like, it's let's, okay to change your mind. Like, absolutely. Like you shared that with us and it's very important to remember like it's okay to change your mind yeah yeah i think i think we i don't really understand why as humans we do that um like why other people's um validation or opinion like matters so much like ultimately when i really think about my situation i don't know what the fuck i was afraid of Um, I don't know why I was afraid to speak or why I I was afraid to do certain things, but, um, or not afraid to speak or do certain things, but like to talk about the, the change that I've made, I guess, because it kind of sucks to say that shit. Maybe I was a little anti-black without realizing the hardest thing to like ever admit. And that's why these fucking racist ass people still don't even admit, even though it's clear that they fucking are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like even with conversations, like with my mom today um has been tough and so i've been really again thank you to all of those people that have been posting because i literally had to pull up a post um in spanish 
to like explain or read word for word um all of these posts that have like the translation to these things or to some of the the words or the phrases that are used during anti-blackness conversations that has been super helpful um my mom says morena a lot Mm -hmm. and i just saw something else recently that talked about how um in the latino community we don't like to say negro um we say negrito we say moreno Mm -hmm. um and i asked my mom about that and she was like well you know you don't want to offend people and i was like why is that offensive it's the same shit in english though yeah like african-americans like saying that i mean if that's how you identify then that's fine um, but yeah, we know people that don't I- identify that way. Because I feel like in schools or place, you know, like sometimes kids are like, don't say that. like, Or not kids are told, they're told not to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or it, they speak or I don't know. I just feel like it's seen as something bad. And I posted something about it too. And it, um, it says something about that, like, um, that like, oh, shit, I want to see it. <laughs> I think it's the erasure of the identity. Like, I feel like that's what well, it is. It, yeah. Because like you said, like, if you identify as African-American, then you then that's, you know, that's what it is. But you can't call everyone an African-American because not everyone is, you know. Right. And they, they might not identify as that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And there's a lot. So that's been a tough, conver- not tough conversations, but definitely, um, they definitely take a lot of energy. Um, I'm glad that me and my mom were be were able to talk, and I'm glad that I was able to show her videos. And she kind of was was like, "Oh, like, so I shouldn't say that." So then, like, if that you didn't have that like information resource that somebody else helped, you know, create. Yeah. And like, honestly, if it I had been a harder conversation, maybe yeah. you wouldn't have gotten your point across, you know? Yeah. And uh, if there weren't these other conversations or these other people saying like, you know what? I fuck up a thousand times. I apologize. And I try again. Or other posts that say, you know what? It's okay to be happy during this time. Um, it's okay to have a happy moment. It's okay to rest. It's okay to create space. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't have all of those additional resources, then my conversation would have looked totally different. It would have been way more frustrating. Um, I wouldn't have had the words that I needed. I wouldn't have had the patience that I needed and pissed off, like mm-hmm. angry, or, you know, we would have shut down at some point. And she would have stopped listening at some point. Exactly. And she, yeah. That, that makes sense. And I feel like that makes sense to me right now. I'm like, makes sense why sometimes <laughs> yeah. I can't get my point across during these times because that's how I'm feeling, you know? Yeah. And it's important to take all of the sides in. Um, I also think that at some point it's not going to be in front of our faces any, anymore, um, but the issue will still be there. And so I think it's important that we all continue to share resources, that we continue to post. Um, that we approach things with an open heart, with mm-hmm. compassion, with understanding, um, and an open mind. Um, but these are some of the things that we kind of gathered or that we saw um, ways that you can help now um, and in the future, signing petitions, um, donating, educating yourself, doing some research, Googling. Um, Literally Google, like. Yeah. 
like fucking hashtags where... hashtags will show a bunch of posts on instagram and a lot of those are very very helpful mm-hmm. um following certain um black leaders um like for me it like the healing and the plants and the herbal medicine is what resonates the most so um i look for black farmers i look for black healers um to really kind of help help me figure out how i can help throughout this situation or throughout this time and also like remember like where your money is spent matters yeah. so under, especially like right now i've been seeing a lot of like other pe- a lot of other people that so on my instagram like i literally went through i was like who who do i need to follow <laughs> like i literally yeah. went on a and it's just remember to support black owned businesses like there's definitely some people that are some brands out there that are pretty anti-black and like it's coming out like mm-hmm. it's, it's coming showing out. it's showing so please buy be crossfit yeah yeah and what else um i think there was anthropology like oh there was one something too like their message was along the lines of all lives matter and i can't remember mm. what it was i was looking at some cannabis stuff like specifically cannabis stuff um and there's actually i wanted to share that too there's um a list where i can't remember who on instagram created a list of like people and like what their contribution has like brands Mm -hmm. in the cannabis community and i want to share that but i don't know if i (laughs) could we put it oh yeah later on so i wanted to actually add that to our link in bio so we'll include those uh links those resources um in our link in bio on all our social media platforms yeah um and remember to share information keep educating yourself keep educating those around you Mm -hmm. and also make sure that if uh your contribution is monetary there are places that still need donations and there are places that don't need donations uh on instagram there's a post from steph seems okay all one word um that says places that need and don't need donations as of june 10th 2020 so this is fairly recent um i want to make sure that uh everyone knows that the minnesota freedom fund is no longer accepting donations they've asked that we forward our donations to other organizations that are in need Mm -hmm. um another another list of already very supported organizations is the brooklyn community bail fund the north star health collective black visions collective reclaim the block philly bail fund nyc bail fund and naacp um, and then the following is a list of accepting of organizations that are accepting donations um my block my hood my city Fem Empowerment Project, uh, Marsha P. Johnson Institute, the Transgender District, Black Women's Blueprint, the Loveland Foundation, Color of Change, Unicorn Riot, National Lawyers Guild, Know Your Rights Camp, Committee to Pro- Committee to Project Journalists. Maybe it was Protect. I didn't. I have to look that one up. Mm-hmm. Um, Emergency Release Fund. Brennan Center at NYU, COVID Bailout NYC, Innocence Project, The Bail Project, and ACLU. Um, So there's lots and lots of organizations. And um, I mean, shit, if there's already organizations that are well-funded or no longer accepting donations, like we're, people are getting out there and we appreciate it, but there's a lot more work and a lot more orgs that need our help. Um, We're definitely gonna share all of this information with you guys. Um, and if you guys have inf- 
like as always if you guys have information to share with us we definitely want to see more we want to know more so feel free to share those with us at high time gmail high time at <laughs> high time chicas at gmail.com <laughs> fuck <laughs> Without the fuck part in it, but or on chi- Instagram or on Twitter, Twitter at High Time Chicas. Yes. Also, um, before I sign off, I want to make sure that if you guys are looking for any information on how to protect your health or energy, um, Instagram uh, follow Mama Maiz and uh, Frontline Medics. They have amazing information. Um, and yes, as always, stay, stay high, high, mamas. mamas.